Hello, everyone, and welcome to this month's podcast from Submissive Guide. I'm your host, Luna KM. Today, we're going to talk about learning your BDSM limits. Before we get into the topic, I wanted to let you know about a brand new educational guide I've written on anal play. It's called Exploring Anal Pleasures, a Submissive's Guide to Anal Play and Training, and it's available now on Amazon as a paperback and Kindle, as well as at other digital book marketplaces to download. If you've ever wondered about anal play, how to start anal training with butt plugs, or what the best lubes and toys to try out are, I'll show you. Go to subguide slash anal play to learn more. That's S-U-B-G-U-I dot D-E slash anal play and get your copy today. We are surrounded by boundaries and fences, limits and do not pass signs. Everything we do has limitations and restrictions. So it may come as no surprise that you too have limits you will not cross whether in your relationship or for sex and play. Some limits are temporary, while others are permanent. Still, others exist only for certain situations or in specific relationships. You may not even know all your limits right now. I probably have not found all of mine yet, and I've been at this for years. Whether you're a seasoned practitioner or just dipping your toes into this captivating realm, one thing remains paramount understanding, and managing your limits. BDSM, an acronym for Bondage and Discipline, Dominance and Submission, Sadism and Masochism, is an erotic practice around consensual power exchange. At its core, BDSM is built on trust, communication, and mutual respect. Within this framework, establishing and respecting boundaries, also known as limits, becomes essential. Limits refer to the physical, emotional, and psychological boundaries we place on anything, from what we eat for breakfast to how much pain we'll endure during play. They can be physical, but more often they are moral, societal, or experience-based. When you are new to anything related to BDSM, you may not know many of your limits, and that's okay. These limits can vary significantly from person to person, So make sure you are prepared to share what you know about your limits if you want to play, and stop as soon as you think you've reached a limit. There are four kinds of limits. Soft limits, hard limits, negotiated limits, and triggers. Soft limits are flexible boundaries. These are things you will do only with certain individuals, under specific circumstances, or they are things you think you might have as limits, but are yet to explore. Soft limits typically have conditions to be met to lift the limit. I put all activities I have yet to try on my soft limits list so that when I eventually engage in them, they can be handled more delicately and with more preparedness on both the top and my parts. Activities such as sex or anal play might be on your soft limits list only because you will only do that with select partners. Think about what you have on your soft limits list. Hard limits are activities or experiences that are non-negotiable. They are firm no's, never's, and not ever's. Usually hard limits are things you refuse to do under any circumstances. What would be a hard limit for you? Don't know? We'll get to figure those out in a moment. 
Negotiated limits are boundaries that are mutually agreed upon by all parties involved. They result from open communication and negotiation, allowing individuals to engage in BDSM activities within a consensual framework. These limits can include specific activities, intensity levels, and even time limits for play sessions. Triggers are the last type of limit. These are involuntary social, mental, or physical responses you cannot control, nor may not even know about until they happen. Often, triggers exist when abuse or trauma has happened to the individual, and your mind will program a fight-or-flight response when that trigger is activated. I don't recommend ignoring triggers. It can be related to anything, from a particular item like a belt or how someone talks or walks. I have encountered several triggers that Nightmare has had to work around because I'm unwilling to work through them. You can try to work to lessen triggers, but it requires a slow, educated approach with some counseling added to help with the possible emotional trauma. Section 1. Why are limits important? From our first moments, we set or use boundaries to form the life we lead. It could start with your three-year-old self denying peas at the table or refusing to play with a certain toy. As we grow up, we establish more limits and boundaries that make our life comfortable. The limits you create about sex and BDSM play or relationships is just a more advanced level of these limits. They are essentially because living inside your limits is comfortable and welcoming. Some people even live to push boundaries and test limits yet they know the limits are necessary and treat them as such until they are changed or removed entirely. Limits protect us and provide us with clear lines. Some are irrational, while others are perfectly rational. No matter what they are, they create a picture for us of what is safe and fun and what is not. Let's dispel some of the common misconceptions surrounding BDSM limits. Myth number one, limits are fixed. BDSM limits are not fixed, and they can evolve. As individuals gain experience and trust, they may explore or redefine new boundaries. Myth number two, limits reflect weakness. Setting limits does not indicate weakness or a lack of commitment to BDSM. It shows self-awareness, empowerment, and a commitment to personal well-being. Myth number three, limits are universal. BDSM limits are highly individual and can vary significantly from person to person. What may be a hard limit for one individual could be a soft limit or even a preference for someone else. Myth 4. Limits cannot be pushed. While consent and boundaries are essential, some individuals may push their limits gradually and consensually in a controlled and safe environment. Section 2. How to Figure Out Your Limits Figuring out your boundaries is essential to any BDSM journey, ensuring everyone involved has a safe and enjoyable experience. I understand this can be a daunting task, especially for beginners. It's essential to engage in self-reflection to understand your limits. Take the time to explore your fantasies, desires, and fears. Ask yourself what activities and scenarios arouse you and what aspects of BDSM intrigue you. Consider your emotional, physical, and mental boundaries. Are there any hard limits or activities you do not want to engage in? 
When you think about the BDSM activities you've heard about, are there any that cause a negative gut reaction? Put them on your hard limits list. What are your soft limits? Activities you are hesitant about but willing to explore under certain conditions? Or are there activities you're eager to try? Identifying these limits will provide a solid foundation for your BDSM journey. As a novice submissive, it's important to educate yourself about BDSM and the various aspects of setting limits. There are numerous resources available to help you navigate this new terrain. Books, blogs, and online communities dedicated to BDSM can provide valuable insights and guidance. Look for reputable sources that emphasize consent, safety, and responsible exploration. These resources can offer practical advice, personal anecdotes, and helpful tips for understanding and establishing your BDSM limits. I'll provide a short list in the show notes for you. Remember, knowledge is power. The more you educate yourself, the better you will be to navigate the BDSM landscape. Section 3. How to Communicate and Negotiate Limits As I've said, open and honest communication is the foundation of any successful BDSM relationship. Creating a safe and non-judgmental space for conversations is essential when discussing limits. Here are some tips for effective communication and negotiation. Number one, establish consent. Consent is at the core of BDSM. Before engaging in any activities, obtain explicit consent from all parties involved. Make sure that consent is enthusiastic, ongoing, and can be withdrawn at any time. Number two, Create a safe word. A safe word is a prearranged signal that allows participants to pause or stop the play immediately. It serves as a vital tool for ensuring that the emotional and physical well-being of all involved. This is the preferred method for declaring that you've reached a limit during play, even if that limit is pain tolerance, feeling ill, or an urgent need to stop. Number three, engage in active listening. Actively listen to your partner and validate their concerns and boundaries. Be attentive to nonverbal cues and body language, as they can provide important insights into someone's comfort level. Number four, use clear and direct language. When discussing limits, use clear and direct language to avoid misunderstandings. Be specific about what you are comfortable with and what you are not. Number five, Check in regularly. BDSM limits can evolve. Make it a habit to check in with your partner regularly to ensure that everyone's boundaries are respected and to address any concerns or changes in limits. Once you have done some self-reflection to understand your limits better, the next step is open communication with your partner. Discussing your boundaries, desires, and expectations will ensure that you and your partner are on the same page. When conversing about limits, be specific and clear about what you are comfortable with and what is off-limits. Use concrete examples and scenarios to establish your boundaries. It's crucial to communicate both your hard and soft limits. Remember, your needs and limits may evolve over time, so ongoing communication is essential to ensure everyone's needs are met. A strong foundation of trust and understanding will foster a healthy and consensual BDSM dynamic. Section 4. Check in with your limits. While establishing boundaries at the beginning of your exploration is crucial for a safe and consensual experience, 
it is equally important to recognize that these limits may evolve over time. As you gain more experience and develop trust with your dominant partner, you might find yourself reevaluating your limits to accommodate new desires, experiences, and emotional growth. BDSM is a deeply personal and introspective journey, and as you delve further into the lifestyle, you may discover aspects of yourself that were previously unknown or hidden. Engaging in various scenes and experiences might uncover new fantasies, interests, or thresholds that you hadn't considered before. Embrace this process of self-discovery without judgment, allowing yourself to explore and understand the motivations and desires driving your evolution as a submissive. To help you in this self-discovery journey, here are some specific self-help tools and strategies to assist you in re-evaluating your limits. Number one, journaling. Keeping a BDSM journal can be a powerful tool for self-reflection and exploration. Write about your experiences, thoughts, and feelings related to your BDSM journey. Use your journal to identify any patterns or changes in your desires and limits over time. Journaling allows you to track your progress, understand your motivations, and gain insights into areas you may want to explore further. Number two, mindfulness and meditation. Practicing mindfulness and meditation can help you become more attuned to your emotions, desires, and physical sensations. Take time to sit quietly and focus on your thoughts and feelings related to BDSM. Mindfulness can assist you in recognizing any changes or shifts in your comfort levels and can facilitate a deeper understanding of your evolving limits. It is also good practice to meditate before you journal. Number three, self-reflection questions. Ask yourself thought-provoking questions about your BDSM experiences and limits. Examples include, what aspects of BDSM have I enjoyed the most and why? Are there any activities or experiences that have piqued my curiosity lately? How do I feel about pushing certain boundaries or exploring new ones? Do I have any fears or concerns related to evaluating my limits? If so, what are they, and how can I address them? Number four, seeking external resources. Engage in educational resources, books, blogs, or online forums dedicated to BDSM and self-exploration. Hearing about the experiences of others can offer new perspectives and insights that may prompt you to reevaluate your own limits. Reevaluating your limits is a process that may take time. Be patient with yourself and avoid rushing into new experiences without careful consideration. Allow yourself the space to process and adjust to new changes in your desires or comfort levels. Remember, there is no right or wrong way to navigate BDSM. Your limits are unique to you and may change over time as you gain experience and self-awareness. Even if you explore all that BDSM offers, you may still have limits as firm as the day you first learned about them. Not all limits are meant to be broken down or overcome. Some limits will always be limits, and that's okay. Embrace the opportunity for self-discovery and pleasure as you unlock the secrets to understanding and embracing your BDSM limits. I've really enjoyed talking with you about discovering and managing your limits. 
If you'd like to talk about your limits and other BDSM topics, join our Discord server and get to know our active, supportive community there. I'll provide a join link in the podcast show notes. We'd like to thank our Submissive Society on Patreon, who helps us choose the topics we cover here. If you'd like to help us pick the next topic and get exclusive rewards, head over to subguides society. That's S-U-B-G-U-I dot D-E slash society.